from the F3 Nation podcast studios. I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. This is the COT Podcast, connecting the packs of F3 Nation through fitness, fellowship, and faith. Andrew Maggio, 35, Wirebiter. Wirebiter. Weaver, 33, shenanigans. Shenanigans. Saganaki. Saganaki. Bob Blue, 36, Cal Patty. Cal Patty. COT Podcast starts right now. Shut up and sit down. Back and better than ever, this is the Circle of Trust podcast, the weekly news roundup of all things fitness, fellowship, and faith across the greater F3 nation. It's your boy, Hello Kitty. I got Rapido with me once again, and let's ride. I'm ready to ride. I've been driving. I'm ready to ride. Yeah. Ride, 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 let her ride. (laughs) Uh, What's up, dog? What's happening for you, my friend, today on a Wednesday? It's a Wednesday. Uh, it's gorgeous outside, dude. I mean, zippy, my god, zippy humidity. Finally, we've got packs listening from all over the country, nay, the world. But in our slice of uh, central to eastern North Carolina, uh, god, I hope it's real fall. I think we're there, I think we're close. I think we're yeah. getting closer to real fall. I just, you know, I always get worried about that false fall false fall and then another mm-hmm. little summer but i think we're i feel like we're good man this is uh corner. this is a glorious like high pressure day coming through with no yes. humidity i mean i think it's probably what 68 degrees or something what would you know about pressure pressure well finkel <laughs> no i'm with you and you know we are just coming off of the annual trip up the mountain for the blue ridge relay and uh, to leave the humidity of downstate, you know, you just you get hopeful for what the next two months will feel like. And, right. Um, I threw a sweatshirt on this morning, taking the girls to school. It was glorious. Well, pretty soon, you know, spices will fill the home. Mm. There'll be pies in the oven. Mm. The crunch of dead mm. leaves underneath your feet baby, on that crisp, baby, cool take, take fall morning. Take the apple crumble hand soap out and put it. You yeah. know, put put the apple crumble smell and hand soap in the downstairs bathroom and let's rock. There'll be uh there'll be dreams of holidays being soon upon us. Yes. It's a great time of year, Brian. It is. It's a there's so much to talk about. Mm-hmm. There's so much we could preamble about, but we might as well just talk about the most important thing that happened this weekend. And it was vindication for the App State Mountaineers after a week <laughs> one 63-61 loss to the North Carolina Tar Heels. Them boys that we went to school, we're proud alums, and everybody knows it for listening to the show. And there's a bunch of App State guys that probably listen. Go to number six Texas A&M and just get a massive upset. 17-point dogs on the road mm-hmm. win. And you and I got to watch pretty much the entire game. First half on my phone. Yep. We were streaming. Second half, once we finally got to the cabin Saturday night. And God dang it, that was fun. And if you're in College Station, sorry but not sorry. That sorry was- but not sorry. Take yourself out to Hill Country and wipe your Wipe your tears, lick your wounds. Um, we appreciate it as the Mountaineer faithful that one point five million dollars check you forked over for That's us to come out there and bad, is it? <laughs> put your <sighs> put your season on a on a bit of a decline, as some mm-hmm. might say. But you know, it's 
it's funny. It's I I more so than the win. I love the freak out of people for having freak outs for no reason. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. everything that sort of befalls after that with now you got game day coming to Boone instead of going to College Station. And you got maximum program exposure. And there's a lot of debate, right, on is this bigger than the Michigan win? Is it different it's, than the Michigan not, win? We could do not, a whole pod on that. Yeah, it's not. Um but uh, I love the chaos more than anything because people's expectations are always incredibly too high for their own team. Mm. And so when something like this happens and now it's like the second week of the season and people are already like, well, Jimbo needs to go. And, you know, we've you know, hundred thousand people are now not writing checks, but we've got you know Texas, fr- Texas friends and others that are writing checks to app state. You love to see it. I mean, you just, Oh yeah. No, it reminds me of traveling to Columbus, Ohio after the big win against the Wolverines and uh, rarely if ever having to buy a beer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, I went to upstairs, right. get this guy a drink. <laughs> That's funny. It's all good. I will um, tell you from a leadership standpoint, you know, as we sort of try to tie it back to F3, uh, I saw App State's quarterback after the game take a pictures with his offensive lineman celebrating. And that's that's the kind of leadership you love to see. You love to see that in a young man, right? Propping up those who got him there. And I think that, it's a little thing, but I was like, that's how you do it. That's how you do it, guys. Like, he's giving credit to the Bulls, and I think you take yourself out of it and you, and you give credit to the to those who helped get you places. So is that – be honest. Is that tugging at your F3 strings, or is that tugging at your former O-line? Well, they got a lot of It's number 74, and I can't help but love that, too. It's both. It's both. Yeah. It's both. That's cool. Yeah, no, I agree. He's He's a good dude, and – I think that's one of the most important reasons as to why organized sports and, and mm. other activities like that, that, that our shorties get into at, at various ages, young ages, middle ages, older adolescents. But there that that team aspect, that leadership piece, that really does start to develop in those O-line trenches, right? Or in, mm-hmm. on that on that soccer pitch or on a baseball diamond and, and other places as well, a pool, a court, and you name it. Um, that's why I think it's critically important for our youth to get that exposure with other youth and get out from in front of the dang screens and do some mm-hmm. other stuff. So, yeah, here, here, uh, it was an incredible weekend where we got to witness and, and this happens across the country at other events. And it's not just, um, unique to the Blue Ridge Relay. However, it is a, it might be one of the largest gathering of sort of F3 regions at a non-official F3 event. You know, I don't know that. With any, uh, yeah, the only thing fact, that it just feels anecdotal to me that it's pretty mm-hmm. high up there. There's other big race events like the P200 and and things like that. But that Blue Ridge Relay that's in the mountains of Virginia, North Carolina, uh, that happens every year. We just always have regions from all over. And there were guys from Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Florida came all the way up. Kansas um, City. Kansas City. So to be in the mountains, to run that incredibly 208-mile relay, uh, and then to see just so many F3 vans and so many F3 logos of guys I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. Uh, what a fulfilling weekend to be a part of that, too. And, and obviously to do it with a great team. Our six-man team had a blast. You did a hell of a job driving us. I mean, really, you get some kudos here in front of the whole world because it's just it makes a huge difference mm-hmm. when you got somebody driving you, especially on a six-man team that's reliable, that's funny, that keeps you motivated, keeps you moving, has a good time with you, cares about the guys. Just a freaking blast, man. I had a, I had a good time, particularly because I wasn't running, so I enjoyed driving. Um, <laughs> it's in your but that set, a, that set a new record for me because 
I got one 30 minute snooze mm-hmm. on one of those overnight legs while it was pouring like yep. cats and dogs pouring and one 30 minute snooze in right at 40 hours. I think by the I time we got up at five in the morning, yeah. by the time we went to bed on Saturday at nine, nine Oh three and hit the pillow. And it I don't remember. But at one point my body said, and, and we're done. Right. Yeah, it's impressive. I, I will tell you, uh, could tell that you, you when you woke up from that nap, you, you were still a little, uh, a little rough around the edges. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I was talking to Bones about this. It was good to see Bones at the finish oh line. Like we're you said. From, yeah, we're gonna hear from Bones here in a minute. Um, but I, I went in with a plan. You never, you never try to go into these things without a plan, right? Sure. As a driver, I had a plan. If I was running, I'd have a plan. But I did a. I did a healthy like main line of caffeine throughout the whole time. So I would never spike or never mm-hmm. drop. So exactly. on the way up to the finish line, I drank a coffee, pretty good sized coffee. And I, I normally where I would drink four or five in the morning. Yeah. I didn't drink any more caffeine until lunch. So I got on a battle rhythm about every six hours refueling with food and more caffeine mixing in water and some electrolytes in between because driving's hard. I don't know about you, but driving's hard. Hmm. Um, we and it went well. Gloves. I, f- I felt great. I should have had gloves, but I did have the best outfit on the course. You courtesy of no my co-host doubt. here. No doubt. The Rapidos redemption runners are looking good, but again, it just, that was awesome. Just so good to see all the guys, right. Uh, mm-hmm. To see guys from multiple regions, it, it becomes like a family reunion up there, but it also proves and it shows again, just F3 is onto something, right? We got something unique here. We're more than just a workout group. I, I don't see other groups traveling like that. And and even if I just, I don't even know what to compare it to. Like, let's say you had a bunch of camp gladiator folks show up to a Spartan race. They wouldn't hang around with each other. Like we do. There's just such Mm-mm. a unique bond, right? Such a unique bond. And, and we Well, getting, you know, getting 15 minutes here and there with, you know, awesome packs like Saigon, Sam out of Jacksonville. Oh his son, he, his son blew me off the road right after we saw his, He said, let's go, mean, Kitty. I'm like, no, nah, dog, I'm running six legs. I'm in the middle of a 36-mile adventure here. Like, I, you can go up the road. I'm good back here in my gear. His, uh, whose F3 name is Son of Sam, by son the way. Son of Sam, excellent. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's it's things like that where you're right. You're, you're, your van gets ahead. It, it falls behind. You're playing leapfrog with other mm-hmm. vans from other regions. You're seeing – you know, logos on T-shirts out in the wild that you've never seen before. It's something you mentioned, it's a lot of stuff that you've designed over the oh, years. You're really fulfilling. People it's are like, fulfilling. oh, you're getting accolades from people. Like, thank you for doing what you're doing on the pod, what you do for the nation. Yeah. And you're like, man, yeah. it's a service. I'm uh, yeah. happy to, I'm happy know, to honored be. to do it. That's right. So it's, you're right. There isn't another, maybe there is, right? But from our yeah. foxhole at the moment, there isn't another, uh, event or experience over the course of a few days where you can really sort yeah. of just be immersed in all that is F3, all three Fs. Cause I know you saw the, the sky Q on a couple of those. Always legs. man. Always. He's with me all the time. I mean, fortunate, right. Uh, but when you're running 36 miles over the course of the day, you're going to, you're going to weave in and out of some of those moments too, as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, it's good stuff. You know what? I'll tell you what, we actually pulled the phone out. At the finish line, which is at uh, Highlands Brewing in Asheville, uh, and another great time where we got to see a bunch of guys, and we just chatted with some guys. And one of the guys that we talked with, few of the guys we talked with actually, were part of the not a nine man ruck team. And you think it's hard running two hundred eight miles uh, mm. through those mountains? These guys had a nine man ruck team as well. So you're going to hear from them. You're going to get your 
weekly dose of bones during this live check-in. And uh, you can just hear, you can hear in our voices what the, uh, what the event was like and what it was like out there. So let's just check in uh, with the guys uh, from the finish line of the Blue Ridge Relay in Nashville. Standing at Highlands Brewing in Asheville, North Carolina. Got Skipper with us who just rucked the BRR. We figured we'd do a, uh, a look live, what we call in the biz. It's not actually live, a, a right? Look live, yeah. A look live. You're coming off of legit two days of rucking this thing. Just brother, how was uh, it? Three days. Yeah. Oh, it was fantastic, right? You know, we get in the van, you move around. We went up hills, we went down hills. It smells terrible. And we just had a blast of a time. We got rained on. How did you guys do it, right? Because you had nine guys. Nine guys. So what were the logistics of it, getting 208 miles from Highland State Park, Race Islands, all the way down to Asheville? How did you guys make it work? Well, it was originally supposed to be a 12-man team. Oh, great. Oh, yeah. Ended up being nine. So we said, hey, it's 72. We divide by nine. Everybody does eight legs. And so we just made it work. You know, sometimes you, when you're faced with an issue, you just got to say, hey, we're going to figure out a way to make it work. So everybody rotated through. People picked up legs when they had to pick up legs. If they were feeling tough, hey, step in. So next man in. It was, what's it was it, awesome. What's it like being out on the course before it's really open, right? Because this race doesn't open until Friday morning. Well, You guys are out there on Thursday. Here's the thing. There are no signs out there. We got our cards. We're looking at our directions. We're trying to figure it out. But the nicest thing about it, fresh, fresh porta johns. Yeah. I mean, we didn't hit a porta potty that wasn't virgin until probably yeah. leg 31. Oh, so we have you to blame for those yes. initial smells. Introduce yes. me to your battle buddy over here. Hey, this is my battle buddy. This is Blueprint. How's it going, my friend? Blueprint, how was it, man? It was awesome. Epic. Do it again tomorrow. Would you do it again? That's the real question. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> they got that Rucker's High. Blisters They got a couple all. beers in their hands, too. Blisters so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good work, boys. Proud of you guys. All right. The Ruck crew, live from the post-game party of the Blue Ridge Relay. Let me step over here. We got more interviews going on. We're live here at the Blue Ridge Relay uh, post-game party. Got my, my co-host here. We're in the studio. We're live out here on the field. The we got studio. Bones here, whose health tip of the week is drink a beer That's after right. the beer ridge. Hello, F3 Nation. It's another great day for wellness. <laughs> this is Bones with a health tip. In the flesh. That's right. Amazing. Brother, how was your BRR experience? Oh, man. It was uh, religious, <laughs> to say the least. I, love that. I mean, it was, uh, it was everything I expected it to be. I, I also participated in a six-man team, yeah. which... Uh, I'm never going to make that mistake again. Uh, I will be honest with you about that. But uh, it was fun. A lot of grit. Come to Jesus moments. Yep. But uh, you push yourself. You finish. And about uh, 30 minutes after you're done, you're going, when's the next one? That's right. <laughs> it's fast. Want to know what was the 1 a.m. to 4 a.m. experience like uh, for your event? Man. You know what? Uh, we had a good group of guys. We had some strong runners that all just Stepped up when the time was right. And I will say, I was joking around with these guys. That, uh, unfortunately, Pax had some cramping going on. Oh. little stomach irritation Do going on. Do you know on. about base salts? Let me yeah, tell you yeah. a little bit about base salts. <laughs> oh, trust me. We did some salts. Felt better. Had a come-to-Jesus moment in the Port of John. Yeah. And said, Talking boy, you signed up for this. You're going to step up. Rallied. Not Here we are. with bath salts. That's <laughs> Do not snort or eat bath salts. That is a tip for the week. He's Tunis Hunt, F3 Bones, the host of the Hunt for Wellness podcast, airs every Thursday here on the F3 family of podcasts. He's the man. 
want to add one more thing. This oh, is we're blueprint. coming. We're coming one back to blueprint. We're bouncing back. We had nine guys, two of which we have never met from yep. Carpets. Yeah. One beautiful thing about F3, don't matter where you come from, don't matter where you come, from, what roots, you can all come together. You can all grind. Amen, brother. Well said. That's what it's all about. We're actually here at what is sort of the post-game festivities here as everybody's wrapping up the run. There's F3 as far as the eye can see. There's F3 all over the course. We're live at Highlands Brewing after the BRR, and I've got the man Bono himself. How many leaders were developed over the last two days here at the Blue Ridge Relay? Now we had 80 guys from ENC and Kinston, so that's pretty damn strong. Pretty good. And all of it might have been negated because I'm sitting here looking at Rapido in this emerald green Guys, I wish you could see this. We'll share and, a picture and, of oh, it. Oh, you have to share. I yeah. mean, I saw the he looks like Gumby. Cool. He looks like Gumby. He looks more than like Gumby. He, he is Gumby right now. The sweatshirt is cool. The pants. The pants really put him over the top. And he's talking about how they're fleece lined. And I'm oh, like, yeah. too much information. Fun fact, uh, he's been wearing those since Friday. He hasn't but, changed. And he's got no underwear on is what he told us. What's Probably some information least, that the pod least, packers might not have no, needed. No, no, no. They, they needed to know that because he shared it. And he said it was very comfortable. How was this overall experience for you? You've been up here before. This Every time it's special. Uh, this is my third time, and this one was good. It, uh, it's one of those things. The rain just adds that level of misery that brings you together. Um, that that part is pretty cool, even though it sucks because it's raining yeah. all the time. Yeah. But it's uh, it was this was a phone. Yeah, you're right. The, the rain started about three in the morning. It's basically gone till now. It's finally starting to subside. So basically from 3 in the morning on Saturday till the race ends, we've had rain, which has a little bit of difficulty. One thing Rapido and I were saying was, thank God we go in the gloom every morning. Every morning. We ruck. We put ourselves into challenging situations. So when it is 3 in the morning and you're running up a mountain leg and it's dark and it's rainy, you've got some level of comfort in the discomfort. It's durability, yeah. right? So I have this thing with my, my girls. My oldest daughter's running college now and i told her i got 4.5 miles in the pouring rain and the last uphill is going to be brutal she's like good because i say that to her all the time whenever she complains she's like i say good she brought it right back to me i was like all right baby i love you very good that's seth brown f3 bono the uh q of leadership development for the nation brother thank you amen all right guys we love you it's been a great time out here we'll head back in to the studio rapido kitty back to you Okay, uh, back to us in the studio. I love uh, I love when we get the pitch to ourselves. <laughs> no, it's it's funny, and you know, bringing back memories that I like I said before I was delirious at that point. Um, there was just so many guys. It was like every every so often they were coming in, like another yeah. group of dudes yeah. were finishing, and we were sort of on the back end, so we missed some people. I think we probably wanted to see, but those yeah. ruckers, man, that's adversity, that's perseverance. Oof. That is feet must have been sheer crashed. determination. Skipper told me when I see him, I saw him on Monday evening. He came by, dropped a shovel flag in the mugs for Claymore because he's down range for mm-hmm. uh, Mammon. But uh, told me he was really no worse for the wear, surprisingly. And, you know, Skipper does quite a bit of miles usually on his sure. birthday. Sure. He's a, he's a he um, has number of miles big, on your birthday. That's a big mileage event. But not with the elevation. And no, not, not at all. Not at all. The challenges of van life. And so, uh, yeah. I, you know. I'd like to think that I could potentially think about doing that, but God, I, it's it going to take, it's going to require a boatload of planning. I know the thing that it's just such a long time Thursday. Yeah. They Saturday. left Thursday morning. I mean, they, they basically need an extra day, a full extra day. They a left 24 day. hours before we did. And wow. they only finished probably what 
45 minutes mm-hmm. ahead of us, an hour ahead of um, the right. Repeat Redemption runner. Hey, uh, not to be outdone and not to ensure that we don't look to the future, we actually had a Pax check in from one of his legs. Mm. Let's get this one. Reporting live, leg 18, <laughs> VRR. 197 days till the better relay shows up in Western North Carolina. <laughs> oh, Hoot Bowman coming in live hold for a Mortimer. Hold the hoot, scoot, uh, hoot scooting buggy for a, I mean, he's not going to be outdone, right? That's amazing. Which is awesome. Hey, you know what else was going on this weekend? Obviously, it was a big weekend. Uh, saw a ton of incredible pictures, sights, and sounds from all the different 9-11 stair climb or wad workouts that you guys yeah. did. And so, mm-hmm. man, just a huge T-clap from the nation to all the regions uh, for embracing that, for, for never forgetting. Right? Last year was the 20-year anniversary, so garnered a lot of attention. Uh, but we always see guys climbing stairs, doing things on or around 9-11. In fact, it was a Sunday this year, so provide you the chance to get a, a Sunday box check. And so just mm-hmm. proud of you guys for for continuing to lean in there and ensuring that we never forget on that front. Man, saw the guys doing at the Lincoln Memorial in D.C., 115 packs deep uh, mm-hmm. for the, from the Capital Region. And they were not the only ones, but just great stuff there for sure. It's uh, I like the fact that each region does something just in general, mm-hmm. but then there is diversity of what is done, whether it's a, a long ruck or it's – it's a it's a beat down at a firehouse or it's a stair climb like our guys here locally go climb the, the stair towers in the NC State football stadium, right. um, which I think is a popular one. Like you said, the steps of the Lincoln Memorial is a big one, which I'd love to be a part of in, in future years. Uh, a lot of guys go do uh, go ruck events. There's quite mm-hmm. a few go ruck events in that New commemorate York, yeah. 9-11 yep. Yep. Um, in a, you know, New York, especially, but all, all around. Um, I know there were, there were folks traveling to other regions to do it. And then we had a, a GTE last weekend as well. So I mean, yeah. it's just incredibly, incredibly busy weekend with just F3 on all the socials everywhere. You love to see it. If you want to check in on what happened at GTE 31, which was in Cherokee, North of Atlanta, there in Georgia, go to the F3 nation Facebook page uh, guys on the ground. I'm just so grateful to the guys on the ground for helping out. Uh, provided some live coverage, right? So you can always tune in and go back and rewatch those. Uh, they had 82 guys at the King Builder on Saturday morning. 60 started the GTE, the Ruck Experience, right? That overnight Ruck Experience at sort of 6 p.m. ish to whenever 58 finished. Mm-hmm. So a hell of a retention rate. And I think the two were injuries, not a not a hey, I, I'm out. Like you know, probably got pulled off the off the field. Mm-hmm. And so man, just great job by those guys. Let me read you a couple of testimonials. Because we always love to read these after the event. Having been through them, you know what that feeling is like when you get done. This one says, thanks, everyone, for such an awesome weekend and the opportunity to get to share my testimony, past and present struggles. Uh, I'll be honest, when I showed up to the rally uh, and not knowing a single person there, I felt nervous and out of place. However, by the end of it, making it through the toughest physical, mental, and even spiritual challenge of my life, I came out the other end feeling more connected to all of you high-impact men. I'm truly in a state of amazement, realizing the number of men that I know have grown and having shared suffering with a Grow Ruck 31. I'm a better man today because of guys like you and my battle buddy for pushing me to see that sunrise and cross the finish line. I love all you brothers and wish you well. Another one reads this. Admittedly, I went through the entire training process and the first 24 hours of the whole weekend as a complete cynic. I hated the idea of voluntarily submitting to a weekend of whipping 
when I could be sitting on my couch enjoying a cold beer and watching my beloved game Cox get waxed. He's a South Carolina football guy. Be he knows that about that App State. It, be that as it may, the men that accompanied me last weekend were positive, encouraging, and eager to test themselves, which rubbed off on me just enough to spark some form of motivation as we entered the 6 p.m. hour on Saturday night. I guess at that point, my mindset shifted to, if you're going to do it, do it well. And looking back on it, the jury is still out whether I accomplished that ambition or not. If not, I can confidently say it was not due to a lack of effort. Um, and he just continues to go on and say, just, I'm so happy to have been a part of this and this healthy and necessary and desirable work that we put in. So you could, those, those can be copied and pasted most of the time at these events, right? right? Because guys just go through a transformational experience by that shared suffering together. And you've got another opportunity to do one there in October, uh, in Virginia beach, and then in December in Katy, Texas. So there's still some chances this year with the schedule that will start forming out in 2023 to go out and do something that's really bigger than you. And I highly encourage you guys to go attend one and get after it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. The, the key, you get those messages and that's, that's really the secret sauce, right? That's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. That's, that is the point. And the, the common thread through all of people's different experiences is the ruck portion of the weekend is specifically designed to get you outside your comfort zone. Oh yeah. <laughs> and outside your comfort zone is where real, true, meaningful and lasting growth physically, mentally, and spiritually will happen. And I would argue it's the only place that it happens. So when you are pushed mm -hmm. to exhaustion and you are physically feeling like you can't take another step, but the guy next to you is relying on you to take another step and you get to that. Right. It's not about me. And you get to that pressure point of, I can put this sandbag back on my shoulders and keep moving, or I can, you know, let everybody else down. Mm -hmm. Nobody lets anybody down. Like you said that at the beginning, if, if you don't, if you don't finish with everybody you started with, likely somebody rolled an ankle real bad in the dark or yeah. a back spasm happens or, you know, some other injury like that. I, I, in my time being very closely involved with the program and tangentially as well, I've, I can't, I can't actually recall somebody just tapping out. Right. Um, I know it's happened. I know it's happened, but, but it's hard, it's hard to put a, yeah. a, a value on it. I haven't seen it. I'm with you there again. You guys don't need us to tell you this, you know, but there's just something incredibly beneficial about doing these things together. And, and you're right. Like if, if you stop in the middle of an evolution on the grow ruck, somebody's getting screwed. I mean, physically somebody might get hurt, right? Yeah. If I just walk out from underneath a sandbag or a log or a water, <laughs> dude, I saw like somebody's in trouble. Or if I see the, if I, if I see just the... stop, if I just stop on a BRR leg, like y'all just waiting for me. My team's waiting for me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's the same principles involved. Like the, the rest of your team is counting on you to get to that next easy. Mm -hmm. Did you see one of their coupons? Did you see a no, picture of the coupons? It? They had no. poles and they had bags and all that kind of stuff. It was like a full size fire hydrant. They always come up with this wild stuff. I don't know how much, like what I assume is a cast iron fire hydrant. Bro, it's, it can't be light. Right? I mean, like, no. gotta be. there's one in the backyard in blowing rock. That's like a decorative piece of art. Yeah. And, I think it weighs like 300 pounds. I was going to say, it's got to be at least a couple hundred pounds. Yeah. At least. Like it hasn't, 
it hasn't moved in 90 mile an hour winds. So it's, nice. and it's not buried like it's connected to a pipe. It's just sitting amazing. There. Hey, yeah. we've got some more T claps to give out and a tap for Heisenberg and Jacksonville. But before we do that, speaking of things that suck, <laughs> maybe you're making your way through the Iron Packs challenge. And we Ooh. asked you guys, hey, call us from the gloom, right? And let us know how it's going. Well, we had three guys call in motorboat, short circuit, and Homer. I'm just going to, we're just going to triple hit them three in a row. Let's stack them deep, sell them cheap. The men checking in from the Iron Packs Challenge Week 2. Good morning, CLT Packs! It's your boy Motorboat coming at you from S3 Indianapolis! It is the Thursday before 9-11, and I just posted at the vet here in Indianapolis. And guess what we did this morning? That's right, IPC Challenge Week Number 1. Boys from Greensboro, man, they brought it. That was a butt kicker. 45 minutes of constant movement, and my shoulders are feeling it. So, Kenny, Rapido, you asked for a, uh, for a pack to call you afterwards. Here's your boy Motorboat calling you. The men here at the vet crushing it right now. Uh, YHC had to start a little bit early uh, so I could get done for some mammon stuff. But, man, was that a good workout. I really appreciated that. Loved it. Working hard. Hope to hear how you guys crush it. Everyone else, get after it. Motorboat, out. <laughs> Yo, Kitty Rapido, Short Circuit F3 Alliance here. We just completed IPC Week 2 at our AO, the Thunderdome. I wanted to send out T-Claps to F3 Champ and F3 MapQuest, who completed 500 reps in 45 minutes. Uh, we had a total of 12 high-impact men participate in IPC this morning at that one AO. We also had another AO running uh, with probably the equivalent number of packs. Thank you for what you guys do every week. We'll talk to you later. Short Circuit, over and out. Hey, guys, this is Homer from F3 Gwinnett. We just finished Iron Packs Week 1 out at the Bluffs in Flowery Branch, Georgia. Uh, the Bluffs about to launch a new AO, uh, so we're expanding north, uh, more north out of the county of Gwinnett. We're going to have to do something with our region at some point in time, but uh, 12 packs today finished um, Iron Packs. We had a guy who joined us, a move from Charleston, rule of thumb, his first workout in our region, um, and he uh, jumped into Iron Packs and, and killed it. Uh, just great, uh, great workout. I mean, even though it's hard, it's fun to do together. Um, that's it. I'm the slowest man tan in the region, Homer. Uh, talk to you guys soon. Bye. Well, if only um, Motorboat would just sort of come out of his shell a little bit. Uh, yeah, his reservations are really yeah. why is he holding back? Keeping him from you know true potential, I think. <laughs> he screamed he needs, through the you know entire what he needs call. To, you know so what he good. needs to do, and since he's a listener of the show, you know what oh, I'm yeah. telling you or asking you to do. He needs to record. Some kind of motivational alarm. Like, have you seen like Jocko <laughs> yeah, has these right. to like get your beer in? Wake out of up, bed? mother. <laughs> <laughs> he, It'd be he, like, it's no, it's like a Goggins alarm, right? Wake right. up. Stay hard. Like, yeah. That's funny. That's Some good numbers up there. Did you hear? So last week's was the Care Bear, I think, is the yeah. Iron Packs challenge for week yep. one yep. right because we're in basically we're technically a, week three but it's called week two because uh -huh. some engineer probably numbered it at starting at zero um some dude over in churham did 1167 um, yeah most of the guys i'm seeing are sort of in the five to six hundred rep range 
That's no joke. I man. would have. I would have some liked animals to out that. there. There's some animals out there. There's no doubt about that. Let's give some tea claps out. Uh, men of Kenya, Africa. Oh, that's in Africa. Got a shovel flag. So, man, that's incredible. Just amazing to see that continue to happen. Uh, a tea clap to the men of F3 San Fran, also known as the city. Had a stair climb in memory of those lost, the brave men and women of 9-11. 28 packs showed up, and they donated 1200 bucks to their local fire department toy program. Incredible work, fellas. Way to give back. Yep. As always, we have a tap update, uh, and this will be uh, about an update you heard recently as we've been talking quite a bit about our man Heisenberg, who's been battling cancer in Jacksonville. Uh, he rang the bell a few months ago and celebrated, but unfortunately he's had a setback causing him to lose about 30 pounds after always after already losing a bunch of weight during treatment. He is one tough hombre, but he has a challenging road ahead. And so the guy's just asking for some prayers for Heisenberg, and we know that you men will lean on that as well. And, and while we're at it, continue to lift up uh, all those in and around your regions, your families, and your community that needs the nation uh, know that when we lift up together, obviously we're stronger than we are on our own. Uh, and we got each other's back on that front. That's yeah, man. Sure. well said. Uh, awesome. Okay, my brother. Uh, I think that's it. I think that's all I got on our agenda, notwithstanding a repeatable quote. If you're not using the one from your son, can you tell us what he said the other day? Or are you using <laughs> I, no, I'm not using the one from my son. Um, I did. I did. Put you it told in me this quote in the in the van, and I was like, "That's an incredible statement from a five year old." All right. Put so on the spot with it. So yeah. So my M had texted me at some point over the BRR weekend, just you know, pulse checking on how's everybody doing, mm -hmm. that sort of stuff. And here's here's what she texted me. So she said, "Grayson, who's our oldest, she's nine. Grayson was in a bad mood at dinner last night, and I said she needed to turn her mood around. And Baird, who's our middle our middle kid, my son, said, "Quote, yeah, you should never let the sun go down on a bad attitude." Oh my God, <laughs> where did he hear that? Have you ever said that in the house? I doubt it. Was that uh, you know John song? Don't let the sun go in down on a bad attitude. That is Elton. Um, I Don't think he also did a duet. On a bad attitude. It's a great George Michael also sang that song with him. My gut tells me, you know, somebody at school or daycare, you know, had a bit of a tood one day, was being a real poopy pants. And maybe a teacher or somebody, or yeah. maybe mama said it at some point. But well, we've probably great. had a conversation about not going to bed angry. Don't go to bed angry. Sure. Yeah. So I in his little amazing brain, even though so his amazing. head's so big, he's like a walking dum dum. Um he probably has put multiple things together to come sure. up with that, right? Which I is just, just love, I just, just don't let the sun go down. It's it's a great, it's a good line. Never let the sun never go down. let the sun go down <laughs> on a bad attitude. Yeah. I mean, seriously, fellas, if you're being a shithead one evening, just think about what Baird said. Yeah. Right? I'm with him. And excellent segue, segue uh -huh. into this week's quote. Let us not take ourselves too seriously. None of us has a monopoly on wisdom. Mm. I like that one. Care to guess? Uh, Mark Twain? No. Not even close. No. Uh, is it is it topical to anything happening in the world today? Yes. So is the Queen? Yes. Oh, that was going to be my next guess. Yeah. Queen Elizabeth, rest in peace. And to our brethren in the UK, obviously the same goes for you guys. Um, 
Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. I thought so too. It was a speech she part of a speech she gave in like ninety one or something. Yeah. Um, but yes, it's it's pretty incredible what's going on over there. You and I had talked went down a deep wormhole talking about a lot of things in the in world events when we had some windshield time mm-hmm. in the van and mm-hmm. um there's a lot of a lot of palace intrigue there sure um, is so but anyway they're good i like that well away. done and thanks for pulling one from her i thought it was apropos that's worth doing yeah. oh i love it man uh guys what a great that was a hell of a show really mm-hmm. good stuff Anything else, I, my brother? No, nah, I'm I'm good. I'm gonna You're go good. make a sandwich. Time for some lunch. It is time for some lunch. Yeah, men of the F3 Nation. If another man hasn't told you this today, we love you. The nation loves you. Go out there, keep getting after it. We'll check in with you next week. This has been the COT Podcast, connecting the packs of F3 Nation to something bigger than themselves. Please rate and review the show and share it with your F3 brothers, friends, family, and sad clowns who might need a little F3 in their lives. Follow all things F3 on Twitter at F3 Nation and follow our show at F3 COT Podcast. I'm Brian Jodas, 41. Hello, Kitty. And I'm Jamie Roseborough, 39. Repeat it. And this has been the COT Podcast.